Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 214 of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. I am one of your hosts, Jim Biscardi. Joined today, the crew is back by Megan Peters and Christian Hoffer. We are indeed back. And Megan is sporting a fantastic looking new haircut. I love in the chat, everyone is saying uh, shiny Megan. Correct. This is my shiny form. I'm Uh, honestly platinum blonde. I'm really mad that I didn't think of that first. (laughs) Oh, I'm like in love. 10 out of 10. Shiny Megan. Yeah, this is this is my evolutionary, you know, status in life. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, well, uh, this is a show all about Pokemon. So if this is your first time here, welcome. We talk about uh, if it's got Pokemon in it, we're talking about it. The games, we're talking about the anime, we're talking about the gear. Once every like two or three weeks, we find ourselves down the PokemonCenter.com rabbit hole. We did that last week. We'll try not uh, to do it again this week. Oh, it's uh, too late. I'm already logging on. <laughs> We're trying to just make you spend all your money on Pokemon. Right, basically. Uh, but if, uh, you know, if you're looking for ways to support the show, one of the best ways to do so is to head on over to iTunes, leave us a five-star review, or you can leave us a review in Discord, or you can email us your review or wherever. But the best way to help kind of get the awareness out and help us kind of rise up in the thing when someone types in Pokemon podcast is uh, is definitely on iTunes. Uh, five stars on Spotify also help us a, a whole heck of a lot. And then if you do and read it on the air, send an email to PokemonPodCB at gmail.com and we'll send you out a sticker. We've got two three today one very short one and then two longer ones one's from sawyer driscoll that says i love this podcast very good podcast i think we read that last week but you got a second one so the one's from crushed mushroom the best pokemon podcast ever hello i'm a younger listener but i love this podcast as much as some adults i've been into pokemon for about five years now and i'm a big collector of pokemon cards this podcast is just amazing the hosts are funny kind and interesting though megan is my favorite I listen while I wash the dishes and it helps make my least favorite job ever much more enjoyable. I have recommended this podcast to all my fe- uh, fellow Pokemon lovers and I recommended uh, recommended to all of the horror lovers. Oh, and and I recommend to all of the horror lovers reading this uh, to listen to my uh, second favorite podcast. Uh, podcast uh, the warning woods i swear this isn't an ad anyway uh <laughs> making the uh, keep making the amazing content also a question for you guys what is your favorite shiny evolution mine is umbreon oh i don't well, even first think all, i've thought about it first of all what a good question i was gonna say what's your favorite i thought at first the question was going to be what's your favorite shiny evolution and i was going to say well it's me now because I'm <laughs> not shiny with my blonde hair uh but i think if i have to go with my favorite shiny evolution that is kind of hard i mean i think i just have to say vaporeon just because it's vaporeon you know like that vaporeon is a good one it's okay uh, i mean nothing can beat the the classic i'm not a huge fan of really any of the shiny evolutions, but if I had to yeah. go with one, it's going to be Vaporeon. 
Sylveon has a fantastic evolution. Um, I, I like that thinking Sylveon... of saying Sylveon, but again, I like That's that Sylveon that. as a pair go really go really well together. But if I had to pick, like if I had to pick a Sylveon, I kind of like the original better. But I like the two. I like them as the like as a pair mm-hmm. quite a bit. Yeah, no, uh, I'm. I- I, I like Umbreon's uh, because it's like got that like subtle, but not yeah. like in like the Cosmog uh, where we're changing one little tiny dot on its backside. <laughs> so subtle, um, you know, it's it's very distinctive. I, I like that one, and I like uh, Sylveon. A lot of them aren't very. Uh, Vaporeon's is cool just because it's one of those few Gen One uh, evolutions that's actually like a different color. Yeah, yeah, um, like it's weird because like 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 Flareon is just like. It's a gold. Yeah. Oh, is it? Is it? Is that, is that what it's supposed to be? It just kind of looks like. Yeah, it's like uh, that orangey gold one. Just like like if Flareon was in a Wes Anderson movie, um, <laughs> the kind of thing. Oh, uh, in the center. Jolteon look. Jolteon looks sick. Uh, Glaceon yeah. is just just Glaceon. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Leafeon. Leafeon just has a tan. It's 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 just you know it it rolled in the dirt. Yeah, basically. Leafeon did so. All right. Well, good. Well, thank you for that one. And the last one we have is from PugFox88. This is the best Pokemon pod. The best Pokemon podcast, uh, even when I'm not into Pokemon at the moment, I make a point to listen. I think that they that if they made a Paradox Pikachu, it wouldn't be a ca- uh, it wouldn't be a caveman. Uh, Pikachu would be what it looked like during the Kanto, the big chunky Pikachu. Also, I was wondering if uh, I was also wondering if I can put Fennekin into Scarlet and Violet. It's my favorite Pokemon because it was one of it was the one that got me into po- Pokemon. May the shiny luck be with you. I don't think Fennekin uh, just based yet. On, not yeah just based on what we saw with the the DLC, which we're gonna gonna get to uh, in in a bit. We'll do that in our deep dive. Kind of a, a little bit of a surprise that um, we were gonna get some Pokemon info in that Nintendo Direct, but uh, we'll get to that because also uh, Geo Dude's gonna be in. Uh, Scarlet and Violet. So, pretty happy is, about that. How is that your takeaway? I'm pretty happy about that. Of all anything, of that, anything involving Geodude is Jim's like, takeaway. That's your takeaway. Yeah, that's, it. that's just how. It, that's just how it is. Hopefully, it's at least order. like. Hopefully, it's like Alolan Geodude. Stop. No, I think it's regular. It's just regular Geodude. Oh, that's disappointing. It's not I mean not really. Uh, all right, let's jump into uh, the news. Okay. Yeah. We get a new. We get a new Pokemon Jet. Yeah, this one, this one I pulled out just for for Megan. Uh, they're okay. making an EV plane. Oh, yes, they are. Uh, so let me let me pull up the uh, let me let me pull up the 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 deets. Um, so it's Air Nippon Airways. Uh, they have several other Pokemon, uh, and this is going to be a Boeing seven seventy seven. Uh, and on both sides, it will have Eevee and its assorted evolutions. So this is part of the Pokemon Air Adventures program, and um, you know, uh, different airlines have kind of like done stuff with them. Uh, now, the inside will have various EV stuff too. Uh, EV is going to be on the headrest covers, on napkins, drink covers, and even on the cabin cruise outfits. And oh. there's also special Pokemon themed background music and sound effects that will play during the flight and the announcement. That would be so disconcerting, but also so good. That's... Just play some like lo-fi Pokemon soundtrack while the plane is cruising at its, you know, whatever the the, the altitude it needs to be. That's what I want. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh, uh, NX20 in the chat says, is this our official flying type? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's it. That's it. That's what I want. That. That's it. Play neon. I love it. Play neon? Uh, oh my gosh. Or <laughs> Jedion? Jedion. I like Jedion. that. Oh my gosh. If somebody can please do up some artwork of like a plain inspired high tech Eevee, please at me on Twitter and I'm going to share that with everybody I know. That's amazing. I love it. Basically just Eevee riding a Latios or Latias. <laughs> yeah, just like a weird crossover right there. That's what I want. That's what I need. <laughs> it's what I deserve. I've been on this Eevee beat since like the 90s. I, I deserve it. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, next bit of news. Uh, the t- uh, trading card game documentary starts this week. We talked about Yeah, this, actually, the uh, first episode literally went up like now. Oh, nice. So this is this is like the road to worlds is what they're calling it. And mm-hmm. basically they are it, it's uh, showing some of the top competitors. And I, I think it's more than just the TCG. I think it's also the VGC, but it's basically showing like competitive Pokemon uh, players and their individual routes to the world championships, which is which is kind of hilarious that, you know, they kind of just assumed that some of these people were definitely going to worlds and followed them, which I mean, that's pretty accurate. So uh mm-hmm. North American Championships are this weekend in my hometown. So if you're if you're going to that, let me know. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. No, yeah. I didn't realize that. We're getting in the pop-up Pokemon Center and everything. Oh. The, nice. the North American Championships are almost always in Columbus. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Well, all right. Uh and then uh, what's a uh, Project Snorlax? Uh, well, that is the question now, isn't it? It's, remember, <laughs> oh. remember how there was like Project Piplup a few years ago? Yes. Mm-hmm. That that they're they're doing that again. Uh, oh, so okay. projects Project Snorlax. Uh, let let's see if I can find some of the stuff that Just they're doing Pokemon for Project Snorlax. Um, so um, they they have like a bunch of like short like short videos and shorts that are they're planning on releasing, including apparently a short movie about uh, Snorlax. Uh, there, there's a special live action short that was uh, on the official YouTube. And there's an upcoming manga, which is called uh, Snorlax's dream gourmet meal, Tonight. which actually looks pretty cool. Nice. And it's, it's basically, it looks like it has Jacques from uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. And they are trying to determine what type of food Snorlax wants to eat. So they're doing like a bunch of, interestingly, this is doing a bunch of Snorlax video focused projects, which is kind of, kind of different. I mean, but that's pretty cool though. Like, I, mean, I, like, I like when they, they branch out into this kind of stuff. Yeah, no, it's, it, it'll be fun. Like, I have no problem with Project Snorlax. My only thing is, I, I think there already is a Snorlax, like, mascot costume. Um, so, oh. yeah. No. Mm. Right. So, yeah, so there's a last, last week, or it's going on, it's called Snorlax Goes All Out Week, and they're, they're basically doing different Snorlax stuff that's popping up. Uh, there's going to be a... Um, a temporary Pokemon Center store uh, opening in uh, in Japan that features Snorlax stuff and includes a huge Snorlax statue. Um, let's see, or what else? Um, oh, there is a short movie 
about a woman who wakes up and finds Snorlax in her house. Oh, that sounds like a horror film. No, I mean, but it's basically the Snorlax moves in and she grows to like it. Um, let's see here. There was a secret trailer that was released for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet that focused Snorlax as well. Mm. Um, so it's, uh, it's, it's, it's an interesting, interesting thing. And also, uh, Snorlax showed up at all the Pokemon centers across, uh, Japan and photobombed them all. <laughs> no, see nice. that. That's, that's pretty on brand for Snorlax, I'd say. So, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those like weirdo, you know, like the the weirdo social media things, which are really awesome um, and, you know, really works because like Japan is following it. And then there will be some like weird incidental fallout that like comes out like well, in like a month or two. There will be a bunch of Japan merchandise that comes out mm-hmm. or a bunch of like Snorlax merchandise that hits like the Pokemon Center. And, um, you know, I mean, look, uh, I'm OK with with more Snorlax merchandise. Snorlax usually gets pretty A plus merchandise. It does. Oh, Cauldron brought up a good point. Is this all leading to Pokemon Sleep? That's a really good possibility. I didn't even think of that one. But probably, I mean, I'm sure yeah. At the very least, it's raising awareness of our of <laughs> Pokemon's sleepiest Pokemon. <laughs> well, uh, the 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 interesting thing about the Pokemon Sleep is I didn't even put this on it because I I just forgot about this in the rundown. But you know, the Pokemon Go Plus went on mm. sale. Uh, mm-hmm orders went up for it last week it's like 60 bucks or something like that nice all right um megan i just saw you do this story this morning but can you tell us more about how pokemon artists meant for blaziken to disappoint Uh, (laughs) which is okay so let's let's talk about this because blaziken is a is a pretty great looking pokemon i know mr blaziken i i always love blaziken i always love torchic torchic was cute we've talked about uh, interesting facts about Torchic well yeah. into this podcast before. Yeah. Uh, so basically in a recently translated interview from like the Pokemon Coliseum era, Ken Sugimori, who does a lot of the original designs for Pokemon sprites and characters, you know, with his team at the Pokemon company, uh, was talking about specifically Torchic and Blaziken. And so he was discussing how um, in Japan in festivals that kind of like, um, you know, street festivals, things like that. It's really popular that you could win painted chicks, like little chickens. Mm. You know, mm. they can be, you know, colored blue, pink, orange, whatever, with kind of powder dye that they wash off. And then you have a, a chick to take care of, which isn't incredibly sustainable. <laughs> but basically, <laughs> they were saying, like, you know, tour chick is meant to like resemble one of those cute little orange chicks. Um, then they said, as they created Combuskin and Blaziken, they wanted to kind of develop an evolutionary line for Torchic that mimicked the kind of evolution a real chick had when you were a kid, as you saw it go from this cute little chick to something very serious and unappealing to the eyes. (laughs) So they said, (laughs) you know, they created these, these evolutions up to Blaziken so that uh, it would mimic that same disappointment that children with the chickens in japan as children would feel you know playing this game that they would feel that same disappointment evolving toward chick up into blaziken because blaziken wasn't cute anymore <laughs> you, you know combuskin looks terrible so combuskin you know. looks like a chicken nugget Let's yeah. like combuskin, combuskin is pretty terrible he looks like, like a chicken know. nugget with feathers like it's pretty upsetting Blaziken, the, the, though, the sharp angles, 
the lines. It's got the, the mega evolution. Like, Blaziken's awesome. I love Blaziken. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, I, I, he was meant to disappoint. A children, well, at least. <laughs> nice I mean, try. Can you just imagine sir. having a cute little little chick and it turning into, like, a kickboxing, like, bird of death? Like, I, I love mean, that. I love yeah, that. Like great. I, and, and I guess you can kind of look at, like, Score Bunny's evolutionary line as they get older. Because, like, even Score Bunny's final evolution's, you know, cute. They're, they re- They retained... Some of that cute factor. Torchic mm-hmm. completely loses it. Torchic is goes from super something kawaii to Blaziken, which is like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure level epic. So like there's there's a very different aesthetic between the two. Uh, mm-hmm. I would not say that's disappointing. Even as right. a kid who loved all things cute, I always picked Torchic and I loved Blaziken. Uh, but Blaziken's design was created to evoke a sense of disappointment that, you know, the same kind of disappointment children in Japan would feel if they got a chicken and then watched it go from a cute little baby chick to a, you know, hen. <laughs> so that's nice. the story. All that's right. I, well, I, I really like when they like reveal little design tidbits like that where it just yes. comes out of nowhere and. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, no, this Pokemon was actually supposed to be a horrifying thing. Well, like, like we, well, but Megan, you said this is one that came like was in an interview like a long time ago. That yeah, just happened this to was come in the Coliseum era and it wasn't the Coro Coro magazine, but it was just kind of a innocuous, you know, interview that the Pokemon right. team did around the time that the Coliseum games are coming out um, yeah. around, you know, that were involving the Hoenn uh, region. So, you know, it's been around forever in Japan at least, and, you know, has just kind of become a part of lost media that's just kind of been sitting surfaced. And it was the team at Did You Know Gaming, who we mm-hmm. reference and shout out all the time, yep. that are able to kind of find and source these obscure interviews and get them translated really well. And they shared it. And I was like, wow, they did Blaze Kid Dirty. I love it. Nice. All right. Uh, we're going to take a, we're going to take a break a little earlier than normal, but only because we're probably going to have a whole lot to talk about when we get back, because we're going to talk about everything we learned from the new Nintendo direct that happened last week. So all that and more when we're back in 30 seconds, 60 seconds. Oh, okay. Well, we got a Nintendo Direct last week. Did you guys suspect we'd get Pokemon news? No. I in like- fact, I was actively saying we probably weren't. Other than I did think that the Detective Pikachu reveal was coming, but I wasn't expecting the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet announcement at all. Um, that one, that one was out left field for me. Yeah, I think. They- um, yeah. I, I think that was a thing where we. Uh, we're like getting ready for it. And then all of a sudden, like it, it like opened up the door. It opened. Yeah. Like it, it was, didn't even, it wasn't even like a, a special surprise kind of thing. It was just like, all right, here we go. And here's Pokemon stuff. Yeah, um, it was, it was. Uh, so, you know, on the one side, it was, it wasn't frustrating. Um, you know, it's just, we, we don't typically have stuff like that. So right. um, th- that was what made it pretty interesting um you don't think it's like a result of just kind of the conversation around the game do you 
Uh, no, I don't think it had anything to do with that. I, yeah, I think they just wanted to show off the new trailer. Cause, I yeah. mean, that's all it was. It was just a new trailer for the DLC. The D- I mean, the first DLC is probably coming up here in like three, four months. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're probably just trying to get pre-orders going for it. Um, yeah, well, you know, before we and- get to the DLC, let's jump to the the other thing, the Detective Pikachu date. Detective yeah. Pikachu. Yes. Trailer, and then we'll, we'll get into the other back. Stuff, less to talk to you about this one. But, I mean, look. It got announced what feels like a million years ago, and sure enough, it, it's a real game. It's coming. Yeah, October sixth, twenty twenty three, and so you know, ready. it has Pokemon from Sword and Shield, which I don't even think was out when Detective Pikachu was announced. No, and that oh, was, no, no, no. My God, heck, I don't think Pokemon Sun and Moon was out when Detective Pikachu first came out over in Japan because it came mm-hmm. out like two years over in the. It took like two years for it to get put over here in the United States. It took States. such a long time because I remember <laughs> after it came out in Japan, I was so interested in trying to play it that I looked at maybe trying to import the Japanese game over here and just mm-hmm. try to play it even without it being translated. But then I found people on YouTube <laughs> who were crowdsourcing translations in the, in the YouTube comments. And I just watched playthroughs of it because I was like, this is unbelievable. And then it finally came over to America and I played the crap out of Detective Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, Detective Pikachu was uh, so, you know, Detective Pikachu was a kind of a weird game. It was a little bit of throat because it reminds me a lot of um, it's an understatement. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's so much of a, it's a weird like point and click style game. Yeah, like, you know, like the puzzles aren't really that puzzling. Right. Um, and you know, they're they're and you know, it, it's got a little bit of that almost like ace attorney. I know I could vibe eat me to up it. some ace attorney, tears of themis. Yeah, you know, it wasn't quite as puzzly as like games like Professor Layton get. Yeah, like, those Layton. are like those Thank are you. like the 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 mecca of puzzly kind of games on the DS. But like Ace Attorney, like that was my jam. It was and also like the point and click aspect of it really reminded me of like those like weird grade school CD-ROM games that I would mm-hmm. play when I was yeah. a little kid, um, like putt putt, like the purple car and stuff. <laughs> so yeah, I was nice. like into it. So exactly obviously it's going to be a little bit now. different now. Uh, you know, be new hardware. Hopefully, you know, I half expected when I saw Detective Pikachu. Like I just kept hearing Ryan Reynolds' voice in my head yeah. of his his rendition of a uh, Pikachu. But oh man, I am so ready. I'm so excited to play that game. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting because that's basically our new Pokemon spinoff release of 2023. Yes, it is. No, no Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. No, you know, new new Pokemon Snap or anything. Yeah, but I mean, but like, but but (laughs) Detective Pikachu though, I think is is still a big enough. Oh yeah, it'll do well. Well, And they haven't had a Detective Pikachu game since the movie came out four years ago. So you know, people. Detective Pikachu is a weird movie and that you know no one talks about anymore. But I know lots of people who, who like will mention like, oh yeah, the live action Pokemon movie. It comes mm-hmm. up in passing a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. I'm, I'm very curious. So that right. was so it's October sixth, I believe. I'm just yeah, Ooh. October sixth. Just so you know, if you actually listen to our podcast for news. We should oh, probably yeah. actually say what the news was. Right. Was well, we said, I mean, we said you said it, and then you said it okay. again. Okay, I didn't. I don't. I don't remember. Good that, good that like we got that. the good that we got the follow up. Okay, uh, All right, let's talk about the the DLC stuff. Okay, uh, so the DLC stuff was kind of weird. Uh, correct. Ah, yeah. uh, uh, yep. 
so uh, they they basically actually revealed the trailer for um, the DLC, and you know, so we didn't get a ton of new information other than we saw some of the Pokemon that would be coming back, which you know, of course, you mm-hmm. know, obviously there's going to be a bunch of Pokemon in it. Um, they officially showed uh, Okie Doggy, Monkey Dory, and uh, Fezzendipity, um, like in the game, like actively mm-hmm. doing stuff. Um, so, uh, interestingly, all three of them appear to have a poison subtype to them because they have the toxic chain ability, which causes oh, opponents to be badly poisoned when the user, uh, when someone hits them with the move. Uh, so that will be really interestingly, uh, inter- interestingly, geez, um, will be pretty interesting. Um, and then for the Indigo disc, they're going to have a terrarium dome, um, which has four distinct biomes that different Pokemon are showing up at. Um, which look pretty, I mean, it looks pretty freaking cool though. Oh, I'm yeah. way more excited. I'm way more excited for that DLC than I am the first DLC. I'll say yeah, that. Uh, so uh, yeah, no, the, 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 the cool thing about that is, is they have figured out a way. Uh, I, I, I like this way of bringing back uh, like Alolan Pokemon better than how Scarlet and Violet did it, where it's like you had to interact with a hippie. Um, in order <laughs> to, and it's like, oh, find my 100, you know, uh, Alolan Diglett that I've, you know, you know, introduced <laughs> an invasive species on, on this island. And it's like, you are a monster, sir. Also, this, this, this quest sucks. Like, I don't care if I'm getting an Alolan vo- Volpix as, uh, as a reward. So yeah, we're getting Alolan Executor, uh, back or, uh, so that we, we know that. Um, some mm-hmm. of the other Pokemon they popped up. Give me a second. I'm I'm bringing in catchable. Oh, come on. Where are my Pokemon's at? Uh, I'm I'm trying to find them. I mean Geo Dude. So yeah, no one cares. Very, we're very happy about that. Yeah, are we? Again, we were happy. Raise your hand if you're you're actually interested in that. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people raising their hand. Yep, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm raising my hand. Just Jim. Not even Jim's actually interested. Um, so uh, Pokemon that were shown off, we're getting Vulpix and Ninetales. Snorlax is coming back, uh, as is Munchlax, uh, Sentred and Furret, Hoot Hoot. I mean, here's the thing. It was cool seeing the Pokemon interact, but we know all the Pokemon that are coming back already because you know, that leaked months ago. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah. Um, you know, um, and I think the, the, the really kind of like the uh, the, the the funny thing about it is I'm getting it pulled up here now is that despite the fact that we're getting Alolan Pokemon that are coming into the game uh, it does appear to be regular Geodude. Yep. Well, uh, uh, Comrade DVD in the chat make, asks an, a very interesting question. Uh, I sort of wonder whether anyone who has Scarlet and Violet is not getting the DLC or indeed who doesn't have Scarlet and Violet is getting it because of the DLC. So, hmm, that's a good question. I can't imagine uh, anyone who doesn't have Scarlet and Violet mm-hmm. will get it because of the DLC. Someone may get Scarlet and Violet later down the line after the DLC is out, but I don't think the DLC is going to be the motivating factor for some for uh, people who don't have it to like be out, go out and go get it. Now. I think that's the case necessarily at launch because I think there are still a lot of people who feel burned by the release of 
Scarlet and Violet and maybe want to see what people say about it before they go out and get it. Yeah, I think I, anyone who has Scarlet and Violet, like, I can't imagine, like, I imagine there will be some people who won't get the DLC, but I, so I, I, don't, I don't know what that percentage, I think, looks I think, like. I mean, I'm part of that percentage. It's I mean, going to have, I mean, it's just the trailer didn't impress me. It just... Yeah, there. it doesn't, this doesn't feel like how the Sword and Shield DLC looked. Oh, but the 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 Sword and Shield DLC, I remember the lead up to that was, I mean, people were excited about, you know, the Slowbro and the Slowpoke, but that was, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I, like, I don't think there was a, that much excitement about, you know. I mean, uh, I def- I mean, obviously my feeling towards the base game of Sword and Shield is very different from Scarlet and Violet. I just feel like the anticipation leading up to it was better. Yeah. Um, I'm just also not in, really in love with the setting or premise of either of these DLC packs, whether it's kind of, uh, okay. I think the street festival idea is cool, but everything else about like that, that exploration, not really interested in neither of the like, kind of like trainer introductions that we get with these DLCs really got to me. The terrarium, I think is stupid. <laughs> it looks so weird. I, I, I mean, I don't think it's any worse than um, what we got in, I, I mean, I, I don't think that's any worse than... Uh, I guess part of it, it will, it will depend on how large it is. You know, if it is a small mm-hmm. terrarium... I just remember, like, the 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 DLC for the second... Uh, what is it? The Crown Tundra? Mm-hmm. You know, and how that had, like... Oh, it's like, oh, yes, permafrost. And there's, like, two areas with snow on it. And, like, you took, like, one step and suddenly all the, all the snow Pokemon, like, disappeared and were replaced with, you know, some other Pokemon. So I don't think... I, I at least think that having walls to block areas off is better than how climate change is, you know handled in the oh yeah i mean yes those walls will have to help at least in terms of you know performance issues you know like i just remember it's like like go let's go let's go through a tunnel and suddenly you're in a desert that is like the size like an acre large desert where all the desert pokemon live or you know what we got in like sword and shield where it was like there is one sandy area in the middle of this lush greenscape and that is where Tyranitar hangs out. <laughs> um, so I get the comments. Like, Scholar just said it's like you're coming from a big open world to a mini open world. Yeah, uh, so, which I think is could help performance again because, like, I know they've right. they've tried to fix a good amount of bug issues. I still have problems playing Scarlet and Violet. I finally bit the bullet, just deleted everything on the game to try to replay it from start hoping like it would feel different to me but maybe i'm just like too jaded from like <laughs> from from like it's launch week mm-hmm. i just i don't know i think I, I i just still need some space apparently yeah i mean that's fine i mean you don't need to like every pokemon game and i, I think know. this one i think this i i will say sword and shield's problem was the story was a little bit underbaked Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, and uh, the the DLC was so additive there because I think the big criticism of Sword and Shield was not enough Pokemon. And then they're like, okay, here's 300 more species of Pokemon. Yeah. That wasn't the problem with Scarlet and Violet. People, people were not, oh, excuse me. Whoa, that I was... I mean, they uh... weren't! That, that was not the complaint with this game. People were not complaining about the lack of Pokemon species. You know, I think everyone's come to terms with it. It was pure performance issues, as as you said, Megan. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I, I think that saying, okay, here's 300 more species and two more worlds to explore, like that does not address the problems that people have with Scarlet and Violet the way that the Sword and Shield DLC directly seem to address the, the problems in uh, Scarlet and Violet. Also, you know, I will say the other kind of issue, you know, that I think some of the excitement levels might be the Galarian birds. I, mm-hmm. I think that the, the Galarian birds was, you know, like people saw that and everyone lost their, their minds over that. Like uh, everyone mm-hmm. was just like throwing money at their computers, like sign me up. I want freaking Tuxedo Mask, Articuno, and like evil Moltres and chicken chocobo bird. Well, but that that's yeah, every, kind of every, what I was that's kind of what I was saying a couple weeks ago where like just even in regards to some of the like the paradox pokemon and stuff like that where not like none of the pokemon in Scarlet and Violet feel like true standouts. Outside of like huh. maybe like like I think that like if I the, the first one that comes to mind for me is like Iron Treads, and but like it's not a particularly good Pokemon. It's just one that I think like stands out even from a design standpoint. I guess. No, I, and, I mean I I like I I think the big issue with the Paradox Pokemon it's it's kind of like the same problem that we had with Ultra Beasts and like Sun and Moon. They're great. They're, I love the po- Paradox Pokemon designs. I just feel right. like they aren't, you know, integrated enough into the plot. You just get them at the end of the game and that mm-hmm. that's, yeah. you know, and then they're available for the post game. Um, yeah, but there's, know, but there's no, but there's no Paradox Pokemon or future Pokemon that I look at and I go, oh, I really want that one just because it looks really cool. Really? Like you don't, I mean, like iron, the, was it the, you know, freaking Gardevoir with a like laser sword? I mean, iron Valiant, Iron Valiant is a, is a, like, is a iron, iron Valiant like, doesn't appeal to you. Uh, like iron things and walking wake, like don't really do it for me. I wish they had freaking Entei instead. Uh, I think, that I mean, that's have... it. They're unfortunately Entei never got a Pokemon game attached to it. So. Um, yeah. you know, but you know, the, but those weren't, those were like extra weirdo DLC Pokemon. Like, you know, like you, you don't like roaring moon, like, you know, that that's a, a awesome design. Like, I don't think that the, the paradox, that's not the paradox Pokemon that are the problem. I think it's the fact that you get them in the last 15 minutes of the game is yeah, the issue. I mean, like, like I said, I have no complaints about any of them with the possible exception of like, I feel like iron present isn't like weird enough. Like, you know, because it's just like Metal Deli Bird. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, if, if they would have, like, I don't know, like, had that be like a Stargate. Even the, even the Hariyama one. one. What is that? Are they Iron Hands? The Iron Hands is great. That's it's a fine. person that they put his brain inside a freaking metal I mean, Hariyama. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, yes, but... Uh, like I said, I, I think the parrot... I actually, I, I don't know. I, I always... I always, you know, like uh, maybe maybe it's just because like I, I don't know, like I think the designs are all fine. Maybe like the naming protocols. I think the naming protocols are weird. Like I, yeah, I don't understand weird. why we just can't call them like future Don Fan and past Don Fan or something like that. <laughs> um, like I don't know, like you know, like we we call like you know like Alolan Executor. Why don't we call it Future Don Fan? That's what freaking is. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Um. So that's that's um. You know, I, I guess I, I, I have some qualms about that, but I like the designs. The designs are all cool. You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I want a freaking laser sword Gallade slash Gardevoir. 
Um, like who who doesn't want laser swords in their Pokemon games? Yeah. Hey, if you want that, just play Digimon. <laughs> oh, I mean, oh, I mean, which isn't no, me I, saying anything bad against Digimon. Digimon is awesome. Our producer Richard. If, if, I, surely, if I wanted you know, Digimon, then Machamp the would you know show up with you know holding four freaking assault rifles and wearing a. I, I'm not allowed to say what he's allowed to wear because this is a. I already used my one for today, so yes, yes, you did. Don't. That is true. <laughs> um, Let's just say we've right. been seeing a little bit more of Machamp than we already see. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. Anyway, uh, well, so I, yeah, I mean, look, that that's basically all that that we kind of got from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know as if it changed anyone's minds. Uh, I think anyone who's going to get it is excited to see a new trailer and excited to to get the thing. You know, is it going to drive a ton of people out to go get it? Uh, I guess time will see. Um, right. I mean, Pokemon's making money hand over fist. I'm sure. Yeah. It's going to make money. Yeah. I mean, it's like going to make crazy. money, but like again, but is it going to like dominate a news cycle when it comes out? I the DLC so. didn't yeah, dominate TV. the news cycle either. That's that's I don't the think thing. It did, but I think there were, but there were things, but I think there were things about them, right? Like the bird, like the birds are a perfect example, right? There were things about them that a lot of people like really loved and attached to. And I don't Here's know. Here's what people talked about with the, the the Sword and Shield DLC. As the person who wrote about this stuff, That's let true. me tell yes. you. Here's the truth. People liked Big Whale Lord and uh, Isle of Armor. That's it. People thought Cubfu was stupid. They thought Urshifu was stupid. You know, yeah. they, they, they... I mean, were... that, I, Crown Tundra, I think I have way more fun men- memories of than I do whatever the other one was yeah. called. Yeah, people in Crown Tundra, people liked Legendary Pokemon, they yep. loved the legendary Pokemon raids, which yep. were awesome. Yep. And people loved the birds. Yeah. And that's what people 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 don't talk about freaking, you know, Calyrex. They don't talk about, you know, Mr. Icy Horse or Mr. Ghost Horse. I can't even remember their names. You know, people don't talk about that. They talked about the two cool additional features. And I think that's ultimately what Scarlet and Violet will need to do. Because people yeah. people freaking love those like the 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 raid, you know, like we're doing four raids. Yep. You know, people love that. That was awesome. If we get something like that for, you know, uh, Scarlet and Violet, yeah, that's all people are going to care about. Oh, yeah, shark attacks. People like shark attacks. Um, uh, I don't know if light is the opportunity. Well, that's what people about. That's how people are coping. Yeah, Sharpedo put the love of, uh, you know, put a, a fear of God and sharks into a lot of people. But that's right. all they yeah. talked about. Like, you know, when, when Isle of Armor came out, no one talked about that DLC because yeah, no, you know they they liked the fact we had a couple extra Pokemon. We we you know like, but that was it. Like you know, getting Galarian Slowbro, it was a pain in the butt. It was yeah. a pain in the butt. Yeah, that's um, true. You know, so like I said, I I think you know there was there. I I just refuse to let revisionist history, you know, yeah. be a thing. You know, oh, I get it. Uh, all right, let's go to the Pokemon fact of the week. Pokemon fact of the week. Here's a fun. You know, we're talking about Cradilly. We're talking about um, what's Cradilly's? Cradilly's. That's the one that evolves from the one with the weird black. Well, like, yeah. So we're talking about yeah. Leap. We're talking about Cradilly. You know, they're just they're just fun little plants. They might live underwater, which is weird because they're rock grass types. But I guess they're not <laughs> weak about it. They're just pleasant little barnacles. Here's the fun thing about that. It spits out acid from it spits out a strong digestive fluid, not from its mouth, but from its tentacles, and it melts its prey. 
That's right. It melts its prey. Oh, it doesn't well. use it to weaken. The Pokedex is like, no, we want you to know when it catches a Magikarp, it proceeds to spray it with eight blasts of acid and it goes and melts into the scales and melts off Magikarp's face and then it eats it. Hmm. Absolutely well, horrifying. Could be worse. <laughs> I mean, this is why you don't go into the ocean. The this is no, it's just like it's 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 baby burden it right. Like they gotta, they just you know sometimes if you're you know like if your dog's teeth hurt, you gotta pour water over the dry food to make it softer for them to eat. It's that's totally I get it. No, but yeah, it just it just likes to go and melts. I don't even know. Like this what, is one of the, this is just this is these are one of the these is a set of Pokemon that I just. To me, they just exist. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I remember. So I remember when Pokemon, I guess this would be X and Y came out. And there's a place that you could get all the fossil Pokemon from. Mm -hmm. um, and they're just like, yeah, would you like a bunch of fossil Pokemon? Uh, <laughs> and that, that was it. I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I want the fossil Pokemon. What do we got? I was like. What what new fossil Pokemon have we gotten since I I came back? And I was like, okay, here's here is you know uh, here's a Trillabite, here's a Sea Anemone, and uh, yeah. My favorite thing is we that. didn't have to have this Pokemon because it evolves from Lilip, which was extinct and came back through fossil technology. So like <laughs> we didn't have to have this monstrosity in the, the ecosystem of Pokemon. We could have lived our lives without this monster being at the beaches and like extending its tentacles. I think it says like three or four times its body length to ensnare prey and douse them with acid. We could have gone without all of this if we had just let nature run its course and not have brought Lilip back. <laughs> I, do I will have, say do we have enough fossil Pokemon to do uh, Brawl for All. They're all well, probably uh, they're all horrific. They're all terrifying. Uh, look, Kabuto and Kabutop still all time favorite fossil Pokemon period. You, okay, so let's talk about Kabuto and Kabutops. Kabuto, oh, I, I just think they look cool. They're, they're, they're they, they look amazing. Pokemon, but it like, looks, listen, it's, I, it's I freaking a love plus me. fossil Pokemon design. Yeah, anything, Absolutely anything, that resembles, anything that resembles a trilobite, I'm all about. Like, you know, but, <laughs> you know, Kabutops, like Kabutops, like you're like sitting there and you're expecting, oh, this is going to be such a, you know, such an awesome Pokemon. It's a freaking Pokemon with freaking size for a hand. Like, this is going yep. to be like a killer. This is going to be yep. thing. And it's trash. It's absolute yep. trash. It is a, like, a, I yes. remember, like, I was like, I remember when I got Kabutops, you know, like, because you had your choice. I'm like, give me Kabutops. Like, I want my freaking, mm -hmm. like, you know, like, I'm now death. Like, I'm going to want my, I want my horseshoe like, crab of death. And like, stiff wind, stiff wind knocks it over. Just like, no, it, it's, a, it's a trash species. <laughs> like, you know, has no good moves. I remember being so disappointed of that as an 11 year old kid. It's like, you know, this, well, <laughs> Comrade DVD goes, also, how does Kabutops uh, pick up things? That's why it went extinct. Um, just saying. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, yeah, the, a lot of the thought them like freaking Kabutops. I'm just there's I, there's a decent amount of of fossil Pokemon. Just pulling it up. I think there is. One I mean, as long as we use like the abominations as those uh, as fossil Pokemon, do those count as fossil Pokemon? There's 26 of them. Yeah, I think they count. The about the abominations yeah. count. I mean, yeah, yeah. they're classified. Yeah, I I but just like but like but like do the do the unevolved forms count? Like do Ammonite? Well, I and... think I think we would go with 
just fully evolved their final forms on yeah. that so so yeah. it would be mm-hmm. we would have one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen so you know three teams of five yeah that's, yeah, that's solid. we could do that that's all right i just maybe that's I, just a wish, I just wish the fossil types i think that uh, uh one design flaw that was made with is you know how we you know we get like cool like sub legendaries we get cool like pseudo legendaries and they're like yep. more powerful than the average pokemon i feel like fossil yeah. pokemon should have been like that too yes 100 percent. um i i wish they were like statted up better or they had my, fa- cool my favorite them. one as the one that just like truly doesn't should not exist amongst all of the, the fossils is amora uh because it's just so cute yeah oh yeah that's a great pokemon too like actually those are my two favorites is tyrantrum and um yeah uh, yeah, Tyrantrum uh, is superior. Yeah, both both of those are like top tier fossil Pokemon. Like yeah. you know, number one and number two in the draft. Maybe we'll do a brawl for all here soonish. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I think. That, I think that, we have to now. Oh, yeah, yeah now. now we have to. We've talked about yeah. it so much. Ah, well, all right. Well, this show kind of moved along a little shorter than normal, but you know, we got through all all the good stuff. So. Glad to have everyone back. So thank uh we'll very, you know, we, we love to see that. Otherwise, we'll get some of the business out of the way. If you want to watch this show live, twitch.tv forward slash comic book, tw- uh, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific is where you go for that. Uh, check out the Discord. Tons of people kind of join in like all the time, every time, which is great because I always check in that that welcome in channel. And uh, we had someone uh, just join yesterday uh, and hey, then the welcome. day before that. We'd love to see that. Oh, Megan, I don't know if you noticed this or not, but uh, I think Semantics was in a spot where the there were some Pokemon Squishmallows. What? Yeah. Ah. Uh, so, but, you know. With the, the the mystery of, of what Megan's Discord burner account I is. I know, I can't uh, I can't on. just like let it drop that easily. You 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 can just join with your other regular one. And so that way I people know. can tag you. I know, but now this is fun. <laughs> I feel like a sense of anonymity. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fine. <laughs> I get the I get the, you know, I get the real feel of the Discord yep. server. <laughs> right, of <course. laughs> tons of tons of great stuff going on in that Discord. So make sure you go check it out. You can find the link on our Twitter account at PokemonPodCB on Twitter, where we have the link there for you guys to go and join. Again, as always, leave leave us a, a review. Those are the best ways to support the show. Otherwise, tell your friends and, and family and Pokemon groups and all that fun stuff about it. If you want to get in touch with us, Twitter is a great way to continue the conversation. Like I said, at PokemonPodCB is the handle for the show. Otherwise, you can find me at Jim Biscardi. Megan is at MeganPetersCB. And Christian is at C. Hoffer, C. Bus. Until next week, folks. May that shiny luck be in your favor. We'll see you then. Have a good one.